friends, and welcome to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. And yes, that continues even while the NHL is on pause. I have an update to bring you on that situation, as well as some news on TD Garden, Jeremy Jacobs, and game day employees. Uh, we're also going to begin our look at the top 10 games from the 2019-20 season prior to the pause. And also, yeah, just uh, a daily check-in on, on how we're all doing and how we're all feeling. But first, let me remind you that you can download, subscribe to, listen, rate, and review Locked on Boston Bruins via Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Pocket Casts, wherever podcasts can be found. If you have a smart device at home, you can say, hey, Google, or hey, Alexa, load up the latest Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. My name is Ian McLaren. You can find me on Twitter at Ian C. McLaren. You can also follow the show at LO underscore Boston Bruins and reach me via email at Bruins at gmail.com. I actually received my first email uh, the other day from... Michelle Thorla. So thank you for sending that in, Michelle, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. It's been a bit of a busy time, but uh, thank you for making use of that uh, platform to get in touch with me. So as I mentioned, there was some news on the TD Garden uh, front as a few days ago, Jeremy Jacobs, Delaware North, offered a compensation package for game day employees if the Six remaining home games on the schedule were to be canceled. We mentioned back then that that if was a major caveat uh, that need not be there for a company that's worth billions of dollars. Just days after that announcement, ushers were informed that they were being laid off. A letter sent to ushers was obtained by the Boston Herald, Marissa and Jemmy, and it was titled Operational Impact of Coronavirus. And it said the workers will not be scheduled into the conditions at our unit allows us to resume normal operations. As the situation is rapidly evolving, we'll continue to update you with the anticipated date that we will resume business. We hope to provide as much notice as possible. The note went on to state employees may be eligible for unemployment and they hoped the changes would be short-lived. Again, this comes after the Bruins released a statement over the weekend saying they had established a $1.5 million fund to assist employees affected by the NHL stoppage contingent upon the remaining six Bruins home games being canceled. The Bruins were the last team in the NHL to announce any sort of help for their employees. Um, That came after Massachusetts Attorney General Maura Healy spoke with the Herald and urged Jacobs to compensate arena employees. I believe the story was initially broken by Michael Silverman of the Boston Globe, and he had some additional details, including a statement from a spokesperson for TD Garden and the Bruins, which read the unprecedented reality of the COVID-19 crisis and its impact to our business unfortunately resulted in us placing some of our Bruins and TD Garden full-time hourly associates on temporary leave today. The decision was difficult, 
and we hope this situation is temporary. Now, one part-time usher was quoted as saying, it leaves me nowhere. I can't go to the unemployment office. I have a pension. I have other income. But there are other people that this is what they do. They work every Bruins game, every Celtics game, every concert, everything that shows up. Most of the guys I work with all have a day job. I work with people from the post office, firemen. Most have day jobs, and this is a part-time job to supplement income. I don't see what we're going to get for unemployment. It's kind of an empty letter. In the letter announcing the decision, uh, Delaware North added the coronavirus has had significant implications across all our lines of businesses, including at your unit, meaning TD Garden. All the major sports leagues suspended their seasons. Governments are requiring closures. And reduction of capacity at certain venues, tourism has declined, events have been canceled, and more people are simply staying at home. Due to this, the company has no choice but to ensure that we are appropriately staffed. And again, they reiterated that hopefully it's short-lived, but at this point we don't know. And these employees, for the time being, are left in the lurch. Uh, My heart goes out to them. It's not easy for any of us. Uh, A lot of people losing income, losing jobs. Uh, I I don't agree at all with how Jacobs and Delaware North have handled this situation, especially as you know one of the richest men in America. A real lack of empathy on his part, on his family's part, and um, not entirely unexpected based on what we know about the Jacobs family, but disappointing uh, nonetheless. Now the NHL, there were some developments in terms of when and if play might resume. Uh, There was a conference call with general managers on Tuesday and two significant pieces of information came out of that. This from Pierre Lebrun of The Athletic. On the call with the GMs, uh, the original self-quarantine for all players, which was to run through March 27th, has been expanded another 10 days. And also, the NHL has asked teams for building availabilities through the month of August. So as for the self-isolation, that just pushes back the time where players can start working out, start getting together to skate, things like that. Um, And then regarding the second point, the NHL had previously asked for dates in July. They're not pushing that to August. And, you know, with every passing day, it becomes less and less likely that there will be hockey this season. First of all, there's questions as to whether ice can be maintained through those months. I think of, say, Arizona, if they got into the playoffs, can we really expect decent ice down there that time of year? If they can host outdoor games in sunnier climates, then perhaps that is a possibility. Um, But um, there's some costs associated with that, extra refrigeration, stuff like that. Uh, on 31 Thoughts podcast today with Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick, there was a sense that the draft will probably be done by video conference and that, yeah, the hope is that a playoff can be held in August, maybe into September without affecting next season. Like I said yesterday, that would involve canceling next year's All-Star game, getting rid of the bye week in order to fit all that in. But it certainly seems as though Players and owners both have an appetite to get play going at some point in order to 
get that revenue that will come in. There will be kind of a dead spot in sports at that point. It would be a good chance for the league to get some exposure, especially with an American TV deal coming up. And yeah, getting that extra revenue will help the players and the owners kind of recoup losses and not have the cap go down, escrow raise for the players, uh, things like that. So that's the latest on the NHL. Today it was announced that the KHL playoffs have been canceled. So that league is done for this season. And I think out of all hockey leagues, it's really only the NHL at this point that is uh, even considering continuing with their uh, championship playoff round. Although I think the AHL might still be technically uh, ongoing or waiting to see what, what's going to happen as well. But that's the situation right now in terms of the Bruins, the NHL. We continue to play the waiting game. And honestly, it seems unlikely that it's going to happen. But I really, fingers crossed that this Bruins team can get back on the ice and build on on the season that they had started so far. And on that note, I wanted to begin taking a look back at the Bruins' top 10 games of 2019-20. Now, full disclosure, the Bruins themselves have started compiling this list. So I'm kind of going to piggyback off their list, which begins at number 10, obviously. And it is a 4 nothing win over the New York Islanders at NASA Coliseum on February 29th. Hometown boy Charlie McAvoy had a huge night, leading the team with three points after recording two assists early in the game and scoring his fourth goal of the season late in the third. He had, of course, gone 51 games without a goal to start the season, and he had four goals in the month of February uh, to really shed that quote-unquote disappointing season mantle that was tossed on him by certain members of Bruins media. Um, for those who had been watching closely, we know that McAvoy had been excellent all season long and had really emerged as the Bruins' number one defenseman, if not one of the best young defensemen in the NHL this season. We're incredibly lucky to have him, and he will be a mainstay on Boston's blue line for years to come, kind of following in that um great lineage of Bruins defensemen that, that came before him. Uh, between him and Carlo, the Bruins are very well set uh, in that position for quite some time. Hopefully they can retain Tory Krug and Matt Grizzlick as kind of the top four uh, going forward, which would be uh, pretty incredible for this team to build on. He wasn't the only defenseman who scored that night. Uh, Tory Krug and Brandon Carlo both recorded three assists, and Matt Grizzlick also scored on a wrist shot to close out the first period. There's a rare time when the defenseman uh, kind of outshone the Bruins forwards, and it was nice to see the blue line stepping up in that way. After the game, Bruce Cassidy said, I want the defense to be part of it. I think that's encouraging. Some days, it's Patrice Bergeron's line, the opposite. Opposition is going to check them hard, so the defense has got to be involved. We certainly encourage it, although not at the cost of trading chances all night up and down the ice. But when there's an opportunity to get up there and keep it alive or join the Russ, Russ? Rush, just pick your spots. I think they did a real good job with that tonight. Krug 
added, we've always had the green light as long as we're taking care of our net. Then coach will give us the green light every single time. And finally, Zdeno Chara was given a, a nice ovation from the uh, Long Island crowd where he started his career. And he said, it's always nice to come back and see them for a little bit. Kind of go back to the old times. We had some good memories. There are some people who I will always be thankful to because they helped me out a lot early on in my career, made some adjustments. It's always nice to see them and catch up some. Tukarask stopped 25 shots against to record the shutout in that one. He was the second star of the game. And despite not finding uh, recording a point, Charlie Coyle led all Bruins forwards in ice time with over 20 minutes in this one with two minutes and 54 seconds on the power play, almost five minutes shorthanded to lead the team as well. And it just goes to show how much he had earned Bruce Cassidy's trust in recent games and was stepping up as a very important player uh, for the Bruins. That win came on the heels of a 4-3 win over the Dallas Stars two nights earlier and was followed up by a 2-1 win over the Tampa Bay Lightning on Tuesday, March 3rd, and a 2-1 win over Florida in overtime on March 5th. So the Bruins were really rolling at that time, and this was pretty much one of the best overall team efforts of the season, and that's why it is ranked as Boston's top 10 uh, game of 2019-20 prior to the pause. To finish today's podcast, instead of taking a look at some news and notes from around the NHL, we already kind of looked at that. I just wanted to yeah, check in and see how everyone is doing. Uh, from a personal perspective, like I've said, um, schools are closed up here. Pretty much everything is closed up here in Ontario. So I'm currently working from home while my wife, who's normally a therapist and we'd be meeting with clients, uh, kind of looks after our three boys aged nine seven and five, all of whom are obviously missing their friends from school, missing the routine that comes with being at school, their teachers. And, you know, it's a difficult time uh, for all of us. I know a lot of people are struggling for a variety of reasons. And, you know, this isn't easy for anybody of us, anybody of us, any of us. The coronavirus and subsequent shutdowns is affecting literally everybody right now. And it's fine to go easy on yourselves, take care of each other, and just do whatever we can to get through each day. Our mantra right now is just one day at a time. Um, It's not going to last forever. We can get through this. It might get worse before it gets better. And we all may likely know someone who is personally affected by COVID-19, whether hospitalized, uh, just mild symptoms, or worst case scenario, you know, we lose someone close to us from this uh, virus, but uh, we can and will get through it. And that's why we're taking these measures of social distancing, quarantine, uh, closures. It's not easy to have this uncertainty where we don't know possibly where our next paycheck's going to come from. We don't know if businesses are going to close, what things are going to look like on the other side, but I truly believe that um, 
there will be better days ahead and we can and we'll get through this together. For fellow parents out there, I just wanted to share this uh, PSA that I saw from Emily W. King, PhD, and she writes this, Parents, what we are being asked to do is not humanly possible. There's a reason we are either a working parent, a stay-at-home parent, or a part-time working parent. Working, parenting, and teaching are three different jobs that cannot be done at the same time. It's not hard because you are doing it wrong. It's hard because it's too much. Do the best you can. When you have to pick, because at some point you will, choose connection. Pick playing a game over arguing about an academic assignment. Pick teaching your child to do laundry rather than feeling frustrated that they aren't helping. Pick laughing and snuggling and reminding them that they are safe. If you are stressed, Lower your expectations where you can and virtually reach out for social connection. We are in this together to stay well. That means mentally well too. So that's a message not just for parents, but anyone who's feeling anxious, worried, grieving, you know, depressed through this time. It's natural to feel these things. And I encourage you to get outside for walks if you can, listen to music, listen to podcasts, not just mine. Uh, I'm excited to listen to Pete Holmes's podcast today, which has Ben Schwartz on it, who's a funny guy you might know as John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. Um, we've been watching shows in the evening to keep us entertained and uh, off our phones. Tiger King, I talked about yesterday, is a great Netflix doc, very much worth watching. I've heard a lot of good things about McMillions on HBO that I'm hoping to check out soon. We're going to watch the season finale of This Is Us tonight. We watched the season finale of Curb Your Enthusiasm last night. Um, I've been watching Life in Pieces on Netflix. Community's coming back to Netflix on April 1st. I'm excited to dive back into that. Just whatever you need to do to take your mind off things, I encourage you to do it, uh, especially getting outside for a walk. We have uh, some great trails near our house that remain open. It was good just to walk there, sit on a bridge over a creek, and just to hear those calming sounds. Uh, it really helped after the workday yesterday. Uh, so I know this is kind of off topic, not really related to the Bruins or to hockey, but hockey helps us get through these times in the past. We don't have that outlet right now. So I encourage you just to take some deep breaths and put down your phones when possible. and. Do what you can to get some self-care. That's just a PSA from me here at the Lockdown Boston Bruins podcast, and I hope it helps. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with some more yeah, hockey content. Uh, hopefully check in with some friends around the hockey world. And um, But I just thought it was important for today to offer that, that PSA. Um, so yeah, take care of yourselves, friends. My DM box is open. My... Emails open at lockedonbostonbruins at gmail.com. And we're in this together, and we can and we will get through it. Uh, so much love to all of you. Thank you for continuing to listen to this podcast, despite there being no hockey to talk about. And uh, do check out Locked On NHL, Locked On Hockey Fantasy. And uh, yeah, just do what you can to, to stay uh, calm and uh, keep some perspective through this time. Love you guys. Talk to you again tomorrow. Take care.